We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ronnie Stanley is back. The all-pro left tackle returned to the practice field for the first time in almost a year. Yeah, how did Stanley look and when might he be ready for game action? We'll bring you reactions from teammates, coaches, and reporters throughout this episode. I'm Sarah Ellison with Bobby Trossett. It is Tuesday, September 6th, and this is your Morning Ravens Vault. So the Ravens' front office reportedly made Lamar Jackson an improved contract offer. If he doesn't accept, what are the chances of him holding out? Plus, will Adafi Owe become the most productive sack artist in Baltimore since Terrell Suggs? And Justin Houston is speaking a bold prediction into existence. We have all of that and more coming up. Thanks for waking up with the Morning Vault, which is now available on YouTube, where you get the most important Ravens news in just 15 minutes. So knock on wood, Sarah, because the Ravens continue to get good news on the injury front with all-pro left tackle Ronnie Stanley. What's going on? Yeah, trust me, Bobby, I've been knocking all day. Uh, In addition to the good news on Stanley, which I'll get to, the Ravens had 52 of 53 players on the field Monday, only missing rookie Travis Jones. But as for Stanley, we all know he has had two ankle surgeries in as many years. He hasn't played since September 15th of last year, which is the only game he's played in two years. And it took 10 days for Stanley to hit the practice field since being activated off the PUP list. So, It is probably not surprising to hear that all the media attention was on him while he participated in individual drills with his teammates Tuesday, which means he finally returned to practice. Here's John Harbaugh. Ronnie, I thought you looked good in individual. You guys were all over there. What did you think? I saw you guys over there. Every camera was over there, every pen. You guys seemed focused. I was kind of watching the pump protection most of the time. What did you guys see? Let me know. Uh, You look good. Okay, good. It's good to hear. Well, maybe Harbaugh was preoccupied, but count fellow teammate and starting right tackle Morgan Moses. Just as curious as the media as to how Stanley would look. When he told me, yeah, I'm going to go out there and do individuals today, I, when I wasn't going, I was like, stick to the side, like, okay, all right, all right, look, look, he looked good. He looked, he looked like Ronnie Stanley. So 
So, uh, no, it's really good to have him out there. You know, obviously, like I said, man, anytime you can get your all-pro tackle back, um, it just boosts the, the morale of the team. Yeah, Sarah, it'd be nice if there was no hyperbole in Moses saying he looks like Ronnie Stanley because the last time we saw Stanley at full strength in 2019, remember he allowed the fewest quarterback pressures in a single season since 2006. Sarah, there's obviously no way Moses or anyone else around the building could see him being back to his old self in just one individual practice session, but good to hear nonetheless. Right, and teammates frequently play the role of gassing each other up, so it's important not to put too much stock into what he had to say. So let's turn to some journalists who were at practice and try to objectively observe how Stanley looked. And while they weren't saying that he looks like 2019 Stanley just yet, the reviews were still positive. So the Athletics' Jeff Zrebeck said on Twitter that he thought Stanley moved, quote, pretty good. Then he said he didn't do a whole lot while we, meaning the media, were out there, but he didn't seem to be favoring anything. So that's good news. No favoring that ankle. Then Zrebeck was then asked if there was a difference in how Stanley is moving right now compared to last year when he was trying to make a comeback. And Zrebeck replied with this, quote, fair question. But I'd be lying if I told you I remembered how specifically Stanley was moving last year. But I do think he looks in better shape this year, close quote. So, Sarah, obviously the other question being asked is whether Stanley will be on the field for the season opener against the Jets. We've made it pretty clear that we should probably keep expectations low. Has that changed at all? Yeah, no, that would still definitely be my advice. As you said, Bobby, last week on this show, there's no reason to rush it unless he's 100% healthy, but it would be more wise to give him a two to three week ramp up period. And Juwan James or even Patrick McCary could hold down the fort for a little while. And then in my view, Bobby, if Stanley and Lamar Jackson played in, I don't know, 14 healthy games together, if that happens, the rest of the league is going to have problems. So I'm not counting on week one, but I will throw this out here. The NFL Network's Ian Rappaport, he says week one is still a realistic goal. The fact that he was able to go out there for practice is significant for a couple reasons. One, I uh, only played one game last year, I believe, at season-ending surgery in October, and we thought he was going to be back for week one, but nobody really knew. The fact that he was out there in practice looking like his old self means at least that is a target that is reachable for him. He is a great player and one of the Ravens' best players. Just hadn't been on the field much recently. Seems maybe we might see him week one, which I don't know if you're Lamar Jackson and want an all-pro tackle there protecting you. This is probably good. And still to come here on the vault, the Ravens reportedly gave an improved contract offer to Lamar Jackson. Stay tuned. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, Bobby, Lamar Jackson's self-imposed deadline for contract negotiations is literally right around the corner with week one just days away. What's the latest? Yeah, Sarah, number eight has made it abundantly clear, as we both know, that talks will be halted once the season kicks off. So obviously, that window's closing. But the big news from Monday came from NFL reporter Josina Anderson, who says it's her understanding that an improved contract offer is out and on the table. The specifics, of course, were not released, but Here's what John Harbaugh had to say when he was asked for an update. Right, yeah. You know, I don't have any updates on that. Nothing that I'm aware of. It's been football, football, football for, for players and coaches. That's kind of where we're at. My interactions with Lamar have been all football. And he's been focused and locked in on that 100% uh, from a football standpoint. So that's kind of where we're at. And just really, I don't personally have anything to add that I know of. Okay, so one positive thing to point out from Josina Anderson's report is that if the Ravens have indeed presented an improved offer, that would seem to suggest that Jackson isn't solely looking for a fully guaranteed deal. Yeah, Sarah, putting two and two together, that makes sense from the outside looking in. I think we can probably both agree there. I thought this was interesting from Brian McFarland, Ravens salary cap guru. He's also a Russell Street Report contributor. He weighed in on Twitter suggesting that the Ravens craft a deal to top all key metrics of Russell Wilson's recently signed contract and bridge the gap toward fully guaranteed money by taking the following approach. McFarland's proposed deal is a five-year, $250 million extension with a signing bonus worth $50 million. So the proposal basically includes a big signing bonus, a 2023 option bonus worth $23 million, a fully guaranteed first three years, which would total $130 million all in all. And finally, a vesting guarantee, which makes Jackson's 2025 salary fully guaranteed if he were to be on the roster March 1st of 2024. Yeah, McFarland is one of the best. Those are lots of numbers and contract terminology there from a guy who has a great understanding for these complex NFL deals. But Bobby, what else did you take away from Monday's media availability? Yeah, Sarah, along these same lines, I thought John Harbaugh's transparency really showed through when he was asked yet again if a contract holdout has ever come up in conversation given Jackson's situation. No, I mean, Lamar, the thing about this whole process is, and I think you guys understand this because you're here and you, and you, and you see Lamar every day, but everything that's been said is the absolute, just the way it is. And that's why there's no, you don't hear conflicting reports. You don't hear any kind of back and forth. 
because everybody's just telling you the truth. I mean, it is what it is. Lamar has said he's focused on the season. He's under contract. He's going to have the best season he can have. He's hopeful to get a new contract. We're hopeful to get him a new contract. But all the rest of it is business. I mean, there's no nothing other than coming to something that's mutually agreeable. That's the way all these deals are done, you know. So, you know, obviously I'm very hopeful, you know, and, and I think I know, I know, I think I know everybody's really hopeful to get it done. But the focus remains on the football. Lamar's that way. Coaches and players are all that way. That's what we're looking at. Hey, call me crazy, but to me, this all comes across as genuine transparency to me, Bobby, both from the Ravens and Lamar. They've all said what they've meant, but the waiting game does continue, barring something unforeseen. To me, Jackson seems more than prepared to play his fifth and final season under contract with no long-term deal to ink. So, Sarah, the Ravens seem to be gambling a little bit at the outside linebacker room with just two on the 53-man roster and one more that they could elevate from the practice squad. We've talked about this in recent weeks. Yeah, Bobby, I'm still a bit surprised that Baltimore hasn't signed anyone else to the group with less than a week to go to that season opener, but... For now, they seem to be comfortable with moving other guys over like Malik Harrison, Patrick Queen, and Calais Campbell to help until they can get Tyus Bowser back in probably week five and then David Ajabo later in the season. But however defensive coordinator Mike McDonald splits up the reps, you can count on seeing a lot of Odafe Owe and Justin Houston early on. And Bobby Houston, he may be 33 years old, but... He says, bring on a big workload. I think I'm ready to go, uh, by all means. I've I never been a guy that wasn't prepared. I'm going to be prepared by all means. I'll be If they need me to play every snap, I'm playing every snap I can play. They carried me off the field before I quit. I was told you'll pass out before you die, so I'm willing to pass out. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm here to play, baby. Now, Bobby, Houston currently has 102 career sacks, which is tied for the fourth most sacks of any active player in the NFL. Now, his son was giving him grief before he hit the century mark, but now that Houston has surpassed it, both he and his son have their sights set on something even higher. Oh, that top number was 130. 100 was just, you know what I'm saying, to get him, to quiet him a little bit, but he's back talking noise, so yeah, I got to... I got to hush him up. I'm going to be around for a little while. Sarah, I think we can all appreciate Houston's willingness and attitude at this point in his career, but the Ravens would be in trouble if he went down after being overworked at 33 years old. Let's be honest. Let's also hope he can stay healthy until reinforcements return. That's going to be key. Right. Totally agreed, Bobby. And listen, while Houston's career is just winding down, it is the complete opposite for teammate Odafe Owe and his career as it's just getting started. And Bobby, let me tell you, people are expecting a big jump in his second year. In fact, the Baltimore Sun predicted that Owe will become the Ravens' most productive sack artist since future Hall of Famer Terrell Suggs. Now, Suggs was the last Raven to put up double-digit sacks when he notched 11 in 2011. It's been five years since that time, and Owe could be the next to finally reach that double-digit milestone. Yeah, Sarah, that's a mildly bold prediction, seeing as Owe would have to double his five sacks from last year to get there, right? But, I mean, hey, he's showing all the signs to get it done. Nobody had a bolder prediction about Owe than longtime NFL scribe Peter King, though. Sarah, what do you have to say? Oh, yeah, that's right. King is predicting that, get this, Owe will finish second in the 2022 NFL Defensive Player of the Year voting. 
only coming in behind all pro Aaron Donald. That would be a crazy successful year. And let me say, that type of year for OA would go a long way for the Ravens to win the AFC North Division crown and become the number two AFC playoff seed. Why do I say number two? Because both of those things, the AFC North Division winner and the number two AFC playoff seed, that is what King is predicting for the Ravens. So again, Bobby, some pretty bold predictions from King. Right. But Sarah, not to be outdone by the Sun or Peter King, it was Justin Houston himself who gave the boldest prediction of them all on Monday. Listen to this. I'm a big believer the power of the tongue speed life and death, so uh, we're going to get that ring this year. I'm tired of hoping and wishing we're going to get it. I'm going to speak it to existence. That means everything. That's why we're here. That's why you work together as one team, as one goal. The common goal is to get that ring. That's why I'm here still playing, still chasing that ring. I haven't had the opportunity. I came close, but I think this year, by far, this will be my, my best year and our best year as a team to get that ring. And before we jump, some other quick news items you need to know, beginning with Jets head coach Robert Sala not ruling out quarterback Zach Wilson to potentially start week one against the Ravens. Wilson, of course, underwent arthroscopic knee surgery on August 16th. Well, we put Zach through a workout today. Looked good, felt good. Uh, we're going to see how the knee responds today and tomorrow, and, uh, and we'll have an answer for everybody on Wednesday. So, so there's a possibility he could play on Sunday? Is what yeah, he's possible. Is that surprising at all, Robert, given uh, what the kind of initial prognosis was? No, uh, everyone heals differently. It's Like I said, we'll see what happens tomorrow and all that stuff, but uh, everyone has a different... It's a, I, I almost feel like some of the guidelines that are put on are their guidelines, but everyone responds differently. Elsewhere, the Pittsburgh Steelers have listed Mitchell Trubisky as their starting quarterback on the team's first official depth chart. The 28-year-old beat out first-round draft selection Kenny Pickett, and longtime backup QB Mason Rudolph. The Ravens had outside linebackers Kyler Fackrell and Chris Garrett in for workouts on Monday while also cutting undrafted rookie wide receiver Shamar Bridges from injured reserve with an injury settlement. And finally, this from ESPN's Field Yates. He's urging fantasy football players to keep an eye out on Rashad Bateman ahead of his second NFL season. Yeah, I mean, he's got a top 20 ceiling. Really good player, right? As the number one wide receiver in this offense and take on that Hollywood Brown, maybe not role exactly, but at least some of the volume that Hollywood Brown saw last year and prior seasons as well. Injuries slowed him out of the gates last year. He got hurt during training camp. But in the first six games that Rashad Bateman played, the first five games, he had at least six targets. So the minute he got back on the field last year, the Ravens wanted Rashad Bateman to be a big part of their offense. Right now, their wide receiver group besides Rashad Bateman is one of the bigger mysteries in the NFL. It's a relatively thin group behind him. So whatever you want to say about how things have gone so far for Rashad Bateman, the number is not the important part here. The important part is, do you believe in the player? And I do. Thank you for listening to the Morning Ravens Vault. We created our show to keep you plugged into all things Ravens. So if you love our show, please tap that follow button and share it with a friend. We can also be reached by email via BaltimoreRavensVault at gmail.com. And as of this week, the Ravens Vault podcast is now available on YouTube. Please consider subscribing to our channel ahead of week one. Yeah, that's all the time we've got today, but we will be back Wednesday morning with the Ravens news you need to know. So come on back and start your day with us here on the Ravens Vault. Ravens Vault.